there's one man in this world who has uh, seen every part of the subcontinent very closely, won a World Cup, uh, won countless test series, and uh, has uh, friends in the entire subcontinent, uh, then it's got to be just one man, and that's uh, Dav Watmore, an old friend and uh, acquaintance. Uh, Dav, uh, welcome to this chat. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm doing extremely well. Um, a little frustrated. Um, looking forward very much to returning to India to begin my new position with the Baroda uh, Cricket Association. Um, and I can't wait to start. Dav, uh, so you are in a unique position because uh, everybody in the subcontinent knows you because you've worked in all the four countries, all the four test playing nations. Uh, so you understand the culture of the subcontinent better than the others. Uh, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think that's fairly accurate to say that. Um, you never stop learning though, but I think, um, you know, I feel very comfortable around that region. So um, I think it's fairly accurate, yeah. Interesting thing is that uh, you were born in Sri Lanka and then moved uh, to Australia. How much of that has helped you in your stints as a coach in the subcontinent? Yeah, I think pretty, pretty much uh, it has a lot to do with it. Um, even though I was just eight years of age when I left Sri Lanka um, for good, you're still, you're still brought up in many ways you know, with, within that culture. You could be anywhere in the world. And in our case, it was Australia, but you're still within the home. You, you're, you're subjected to the, to the rules and regulations and cultural things that you know, your parents were subjected to. So you grow up with that, um, with that set of rules. So the cultural thing was very much ingrained despite living in Australia, like you know, in my education and, and playing cricket. But the cultural bit was right, very much ingrained. So, Dev, I just wanted to understand, you know, you, uh, your first stint as coach, you uh, were with Sri Lanka and you struck gold immediately, uh, <laughs> winning the World Cup. Uh, what was that stint like and how did that come about? Because uh, you were really catapulted into that role uh, quite out of the blue, wasn't it? Yeah, sure. Those sort of things don't happen, um, you know, too often and really I think it's a, a bit of a, um, a bit of fate really that the way in which it sort of began for me um, but really uh, you know the, the, the Sri Lankan cricket board were looking out for a foreign coach and in their words were somebody in Australia that can do a similar job to what Bob Simpson did with the team and uh, you know when they put it in those words I thought bloody hell Simo, great player, and he's, and he's day captain of Australia, absolute brilliant player. And uh, they want somebody like him. Well, I'm going to do my best. I'm keen to do it. Um, but it worked out really, really good. And in fact, the World Cup uh, final, which we played and beat Australia, he was the coach of the Australian team at the time. So, um, you know, it was a case of the, of the Sri Lankan team wanting somebody from overseas. I was available. Um, uh, quite a few months of negotiation and it fell through and it all turned out pretty well. And uh, you sort of molded a side which had a lot of experienced players and a lot of upcoming superstars in Sanat Jai Surya, Muthaya Murli Dharan. Uh, 
how easy or difficult kalutarna uh, how easy or difficult was it to deal with uh, that bunch because uh, you know subcontinent egos uh, can be at play and uh, seniority plays a big part and as i'll come uh, come to it later in the in your second stint it did come to play so how easy or difficult to uh, was it to handle that bunch um if if i stop and think now and reflect um i think you know it comes back to myself as a as an individual who you know who has the responsibility to to try and get the best out of players um that was my first assignment uh, a very successful one at that um but it it didn't it wasn't created like oh this is my first assignment i have to do well it was a case of right this is the way i'm i'm going to behave my behavior with uh, a set of players who are very talented um and within me you know i was making decisions very much on um on a basis of uh, of feel so when you when you're talking with senior players who have played a lot of test matches more than i did um then you know if you instill some confidence in them and give them the the, the space then you don't have to worry about them because you know they're good what matters is that they're in the right frame of mind and they're prepared as well as they can but you can have a little bit more influence with younger ones you know and uh i found myself naturally gravitating more time to those guys um so that was one one uh, way that i approached it the other one was really was to try and um to to get the most out of training to be as organized as possible and to try and achieve something uh with nearly every session that that you did um once again it wasn't a case of you know i have to i have to achieve this at this training but the way it worked out was we got a lot out of our training and uh, that was another significant thing and the, and the last one i can, I can mention uh, something that uh, the subcontinent teams were not used to at the time but i had the benefit of of playing and learning in australia was the you know was the um, that area of looking at opposition and analyzing and and coming up with plans and that sort of thing so i thought we were very well um prepared in that in that area as well um in those early days something that the opposition didn't do so when, so when they say these days that uh, we don't worry about the opposition we just work on our game that's a lie oh look you do got to worry about your game as well but you yeah. certainly do need to have an understanding on the opposition and there's a lot of work done these days it's changed and that's one area where it's really you know exploded and it will continue to as well but you need to be careful how you use it and uh, you've spoken a lot about promoting sanat jaisuria and uh, kalu vitarna to the top of the order before that world cup in australia uh, uh, how was it to handle two characters like sanat and kalu specifically and murli these three because all, all three had different kinds of challenges uh, uh, at, at that time no problem with uh, with sanat and ramesh but murli Yes, the he got to be a little careful how you handle him. I mean, Sanath is also a, a match winner, um, but certainly Murli absolute out and out match winners. And when when you have those guys in your team, you know, it's very good to to have it because everyone benefits from it. 
Um, I did uh, with Moodley. I think I had him around about 100 test wickets to 300 in my time, maybe a little bit more. Um, and other coaches have also benefited from a match winner like him. Um, so they are—they can be very temperamental. They can be very uh, opinionated uh, because they're so good. So he was number one to handle. We've had some some you know interesting meetings, team meetings, <laughs> when when Woodley wanted to uh, advance his strong opinions on uh, on selection, which was the wrong time to do it, you know. And um, so he was not particularly difficult to handle on occasions, but great to work with because he got a huge work work ethic. And like any spinner who just wants to bowl and bowl and bowl, he just epitomised uh, that approach. And that's why one of the reasons why he was so good. But uh, Sanath and Ramesh also, they, they, they were pretty much, you know, conventional guys who wanted to do the best to, you know, to prepare. And, and then they also... Uh, you know, took it to competition and really did, you know, set the world on fire on occasions. You then were left out of the role and had to go to Lancashire and did pretty well with them as well. In hindsight, would that break uh, act as a good tiding for you because you learned from a different perspective and came back to the Sri Lanka? Yeah, first year at Lancs, I had no idea what I was doing, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, I went there as a World Cup winning coach to, into a, a dressing room that that had um, you know ten out of eleven players wore the England cap, so that was a very sort of uh, pretty you know tough assignment to walk into that environment, particularly in uh, in in a uh, format of county championship matches, uh, some one day games which were mixed in in and out of those games and and there was no t20 so it was a mixture of one day cricket and, and four day cricket in my first year gee it was very much a learning curve and we struggled we struggled to to win four day games but uh, we were okay-ish with uh, the white ball and um, in the sunday league we finished third so at least there was one day in the week which there was some joy but i'll tell you what it was a very long season but the next one uh, was the best, in contrast, was the best season that they ever had in the history, according to the members, and there were a lot of members. So, yes, it was a learning curve, um, and it was, once again, putting the right people in the right area um, and creating a very positive environment for performance. Dab, so when they asked you to come back in '99 after the World Cup debacle, yep. uh, were you surprised that Sri Lanka wanted you back because of the way you were let go? Uh, I suppose a little bit. Uh, there was an interim committee at the time, and I do. Recall, when is it not? When is that not? Is not yes, uh, more times than not, uh, there has been an interim committee uh, controlling the game. But yes, I do vividly recall. I was. Uh, it was in, you know, in, in our home in Lancashire, in Manchester. Uh, with Catherine, the wife, was uh, with me. We'd settled down to um, what we thought was going to be a, quite a few years in a, in a cold climate. And then in comes uh, a guy by the name of Skandakumar, who finished up being the, the High Commissioner for Sri Lanka in Australia just recently. Anyway, he came along. He was the representative for the uh, Sri Lankan Cricket Board. And he came to uh, England to, to watch 
and was a, a guest of obviously ICC for the World Cup final. So instead of going to the final, he caught a train from London to Manchester, where I picked him up and brought him home. And together, the three of us, Catherine, myself, and Skunder, had a long chat about the prospect of uh, me coming back. And all that was was um, was pre-done when he asked when he called me first and said, Dave, are you interested in coming back to Sri Lanka? And when the answer was in the affirmative, that's when he jumped on the train the next day or whatever, forego the, you know, the watching of the final at Lord's to come and see us and have a chat to, um, you know, to move along the way to come back as a coach at Sri Lanka. And you forged a fantastic partnership with Sanat as captain. Uh, you, you guys made dramatic changes with separate one-day and test teams, leaving out the senior players. Arjuna and Arvinda were left out initially from the one-day team. Mahanama being dropped. So lots of changes and it sort of shook up Sri Lankan cricket and it didn't go down well certainly with the older players. But you guys did very well in that four-year period except for the defeat in the final. Uh, in 2003, overall, if you see that the 2003 uh, to 99 to 2003, it was a very successful Sri Lanka team. Yes, it was uh, the, the semi-final in uh, in Port Elizabeth in South Africa. Yeah, against Australia too, the eventual winners. Um, but yeah, where I, I rejoined them uh, in middle of uh, the year, 31st of July, I recall, we we landed there, and uh, it was the view of the cricket board and the selectors who had a new chairman, Siddharth Wetimuri that there was going to be all these changes and there and they felt that you know i was the one that would uh, team up the best with the new captain sanath to revive uh, sri lankan cricket they had a horrible 99 world cup as you recall um and it was the start of another four-year cycle to build up that team to to try and do something uh you know culminating in the world cup and we had a lot of success you're right and uh, the uh, the bitterness in the older players was it e easy to handle? Um, again, nothing personal. There was no nothing personal directed towards me. Um, Aravinda sadly was. Uh, I remember telling he's telling me that he felt that he was uh, um, incorrectly um, looked at as a reason why they didn't do well in the World Cup in England. Uh, not just him, he didn't have a good series and neither did a lot of them. Um, so he was, you know, initially left out of the out of the team. So, but no, I can't say that any, I felt bad that any senior players were looking at me and pointing the fingers. That that wasn't the case. You, you, you sort of made it a habit now to uh, pick up a bunch of young players and turn them into better, uh, be better cricketers or a better team because you moved on from Sri Lanka to Bangladesh. Uh, and uh, this time around, from 2003 to 2007, uh, the Bangladesh team rose in stature because uh, they had the first test victory, win over Australia, uh, and, and uh, reaching the super stage, super eight stage in the 2007 World Cup. Uh, was that an easy transition from Sri Lanka to Bangladesh? Yeah, it was really. Um, but uh, that uh, 2007 World Cup was the first time I met you, I think. Yeah, uh, when the, we were scheduled to play India in that very first game, and I, we spent a, quite a few uh, evenings uh, in the Hilton Hotel <laughs> um, with a nice, um, a cool 
beverage, um, having a chat. That was really good. But no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't think it was a uh, you know a difficult uh, transformation. And and you you talk about going into teams that needed some help, and that's fine. And I'm happy to be in that environment. But I don't go looking for it. You know, it's the way opportunities come around. And the opportunity came for me directly after you know Sri Lanka finished. Uh, in 2003 and then you know I was glad to take that assignment and and you know do the best I can and help those guys and it was also four years of, of good memories some difficult games but also some significant wins as well we were much better in the in the white ball um, the format than we were in the longer longer game but um, there was definite improvement in there as well you know when you look at comparative uh, opposition with like, like Zimbabwe um, we know we won our first series, test series, and that was uh, that was a good thing. And uh, you've had to like uh, two four years stint. Do you think that a coach has a shelf life, and that's why you prefer not to go beyond, say, because Duncan Fletcher and uh, John Buchanan, Bob Simpson, Mickey Stewart, Intika Balam, Intika Balam probably could still come back as coach of Pakistan. But you know, uh, these guys sort of had a very long tenure, but. You prefer two four-year stints? Um, it's again worked out that way. Um, certainly, with Sri Lanka, I would have been more than happy to continue after that um, the semi-final loss. The team played very well to get there. I must add, I must admit, but you know that wasn't to be. That really wasn't my decision. Um, it was very much a cricket board feeling that they'd like to move in a different direction, and uh, it was amicably done. No problem. With Bangladesh, that was more my my doing. Um, there was some speculation, uh, and on occasion, strong pet speculation, that I would uh, would take over India. So um, I was a little bit, you know, naive at the time, and I was really keen to pursue that line, but it didn't. It just didn't work out that way. So I I was I put in my um, my my papers with Bangladesh to leave. Um, but sadly, you know, I didn't have another job to go to because it didn't work out with, with the uh, BCCI at the time. Um, but it doesn't happen that I just want four years. I think it's, it varies from, you know, assignment to assignment. It, sometimes it's the right time to leave and sometimes it's not. And sometimes you've got no say in it. <laughs> and uh, what happened with BCCI? Because you had a famous meeting with Ravi Shastri, Niranjan Shah and Shetty in... Uh, <laughs> In Dhaka, lots of speculation that you're coming in. Uh, it it almost seemed like a done deal at that time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I did spend uh, quite a well, a little bit of time, you know, in the hotel room with those guys you mentioned. Uh, it was quite late at night, um, but you you never really know. I mean, I was always hopeful that something might you know eventuate, but um, now I know I know a lot different now how how it works and you know there has to be someone in a very you know in, a, in an official capacity not just you know in a hotel room having a good chat with you know some important people or i have to say um but nevertheless uh, you, you know it'll be done differently and i, and I, I know that now and uh, at that time in 2007 it seemed like you are the bride that everybody is uh, looking for because there was speculation that you would become England coach, India coach, Pakistan coach. Oh. Uh, uh, you were, you were everywhere. You must have felt like the 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 eternal uh, what do I say? The beauty that everybody is quoting. 
it, nice to hear it, but uh, gee, I, I don't know whether how you know how how true that all was. But it was nice to you know to hear it at the time. Nice to hear it now. Um, but things happen for reasons, I guess. Um, and when I look back at what I've done, I'm, I, I certainly haven't got any regrets. Maybe, and maybe except when I should have stayed at Night Riders <laughs> instead of going to the PCB. And uh, at that time, there was also a there's, a there's also a report in the papers that Arjuna spoke to Talat Ali uh, and asked Pakistan not to look at you. Were you aware of that particular uh, angle as well? Yeah, in 2007? yeah, I heard, I heard about it. I read about it. Uh, that sadly, Arjuna's, uh, you know, giving me a reference that I didn't really ask for. But you know, people who who listen to that, I think. You know, I'd worry more about that, to be honest with you, instead of you know hearing it from the, you know, from the horse's mouth to to believing other people. Then you know, anyway, look, as I said, that that was a little bit you know, sad at the time. Uh, that was the first time I, I was going with the Pakistan team. I wasn't referring to that. I was referring to the second time when uh, you know after two editions with um, you know with the, with KKR that uh, I left a a team that was always destined to win that IPL and I wasn't going to be there, sadly. How difficult was it to leave the role at KKR? Because I remember talking to you at that time because you were quite passionate about the work that you guys were doing, especially in Bengal, because you, you guys were also doing some consultancy work with the Cricket Association of Bengal at that time. And you're sure. spending time like that through mm -hmm. the year. It was a really, it was really good, I have to say, that um, you know I was also... Lending. I was full time with Night Riders, but the only coach to be full time because I, I really enjoyed my time, at, as you as you mentioned in the, in the subcontinent, and uh, I was engaged with the with the youth teams of uh, CAB also, and that was uh, you know it was a terrific opportunity to get involved with the with the youth there and also to um, to create a, a nice little relationship between Night Riders and CAB, which at the time wasn't. You know, it wasn't all that good, uh, I, I recall. So that, that really went a long way into repairing, you know, good relationships with them. Um, and, you know, it, it proved pro profitable as well as, um, you know, as well as a lot of success. And the reason I left, um, Venki Mysore was uh, as appointed as the new CEO and, you know, terrific administrator, uh, very sound uh, mathematical mind as well with being an accountant um, very uh, successful in startup companies in his um, history prior to coming over uh, and he was going to reduce my time from full-time which I had always been uh, involved with with all my cricket coaching to that time into something like three months you know and um, you know, I wasn't comfortable with that. But now that I, if, if I had that to make that decision again, I, I probably would have accepted it and then got into other things over the you know the remaining sort of eight nine months of the year. And that between the KKR job and uh, and the Bangladesh job, you were also involved with the National Cricket Academy in Bangalore. Not just National Cricket Academy, India A, India Under Nineteen, and you won the Under Nineteen World Cup with a uh, young Mr. Virat Kohli. Uh, what was that like, that phase? Oh, it was really good. It was uh, wonderful because our coaches that we had at the time went on to 
you know, to, to have good careers, and, and they're still having good careers. Bharati Arun, who's a very good bowling coach currently with the national team. Uh, Ashrida, who was a wonderful um, fielding coach with us, and now is also with the national team. So uh, a guy called Nanavati, an older, wise gentleman with batting and wicket-keeping. Doc Suritwala, who, um, you know, who was very good from, you know, the, the, the theory angle point of view. Really good bunch of guys who, um, you know, created a, an environment where all contracted players of the BCCI now wanted to come. I had a, a great um, fitness coach in um, Paul Chapman, a really good physio with Paul Close. So, you know, that completed, you know, the, you know, the, the set of staff that, People knew, the players knew they were going to get some value when they come down to Bangalore to, to get whatever they wanted. So that was a really wonderful thing. And because I was full-time, uh, the BCCI used my services with the under-19s, as you said. We had good success there in, uh, in Kuala Lumpur in the World Cup. And then also with, um, with India A when uh, New Zealand and Australia toured. I enjoyed that as well. So that was... That was a good thing that uh, they used my expertise at the time. And did you ever foresee that uh, Virat would become what he became later on? Um, not at the time, to be honest. I've always said that. You know, he was a, a talented player then, a little bit chubbier then, but still had the same you know, uh, confidence, <laughs> very confident young man. Um, but skill-wise, skill uh, probably not the best, but hard worker. It wasn't until, as you know, uh, when he lost a lot of weight, which takes a lot of discipline, um, that we all knew then, you know, he would be able to, to be a, you know, a successful player for, for the national team. Um, and really, it's how far that he wanted to, to go will determine the success that he has. So it's been wonderful for him. Um, and I was pretty, pretty pleased to be part of his um, development. Any interactions with him as captain that you still remember? We that stood had, out at uh, that time? Oh, at that time? Yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, he, he missed out on some runs a couple of times and I was just trying to... He came up to me and, you know, was keen to, to have more of a contribution. Um, and my, my advice was to, to try and ask him to, to be there in the 40th over because he's a top-order batsman. And often he would take the responsibility of himself to increase run rates when um, there was no, no real need because there was plenty, 50 overs a long time. And if he's batting, you know, at the start of the 40th over or the early 40s, then, gee, you know, he's going to accelerate at a, at a rate that, you know, will give us the, the total that we want. So you've, by this time, you have won a 50 over World Cup with, with Sri Lanka. Uh, under-19 World Cup with uh, with India, uh, IPL title with, uh, with KKR. And no, not the title. That was the year before the title. Year before the title, yeah. yeah. And you you and you had a countless series wins with with Sri Lanka, and uh, uh, you upstaged India at the 2007 World Cup. You really had done probably everything possible in that space. And then you move to a team uh, which is quite volatile and can be quite difficult to handle and amongst the four subcontinent teams uh, in, in, uh, in, in Pakistan. So you really went from uh, 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 an aggressive Virat Kohli to a staid Ms. Baulak. Uh, that's quite a journey to make. Yeah, very much so. And, and never one uh, 
never never a, a good one when you have a change of of chairmanship in, in your time. You know, Zakhar Ashraf was the chairman. He signed me up, and then when somebody else comes in, like that Dumjan Seti, uh, your days are numbered. You know, because they always want to do things their own way, and uh, instead of you know um, seeing what they have got, um, often is the case that because they're new, they want their own people and they want to do it their way, then your, your days are pretty much numbered and, and life isn't that that easy. Um, but, you know, I managed to stay my two years and leave amicably. Um, there was some success, but not as much as I, as I, I would like, obviously. But, um, you know, it was enjoyable and very much a learning curve for me. And uh, recently we've had uh, Grant Flower talking about how uh, Yunus Khan, Khan pointed a knife at him at breakfast. <laughs> Did you have any such uh, wild interactions uh, with the players? Believe, I don't believe that Yunus Khan would have done that with any malice. It would have been a joke, surely. Now, I, I, my limited time with Yunus, I found him to be a, a, a very much a, a gentleman, you know, one that worked hard on his game. Uh, one who, you know, would be open for suggestions but also one who I, I knew knew his own game and knew his, his his parameters and knew what he needed to do to perform I helped him along the way uh, with uh, trying to achieve those things but I, I, I can't believe that uh, that was done with any uh, anything other than a bit of a bit of a laugh and joke not even a fork pointed at you no <laughs> <laughs> not, not from Eunice but any other player no, 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 no. It was they're, they're all good lads. You know, they they all wanted to get ahead of their game. They came to work. Uh, selections, you know, continue to be um, not a problem, but a, an interesting area that you know I always feel slightly differently for, on occasions. But that's the way it is. The committees are, uh, are created for to make those decisions, and you just got to go along with it. And were you happy that you didn't know much of Urdu? Otherwise, you would have spent half your time trying to understand what uh, the former players are saying on television. Well, it's, they were the problem. You know, the, the media in Pakistan is a big problem. And they, in many ways, uh, are too much of an influence with decisions that are made at board level. You know, But uh, you're right, I didn't watch too much of uh, those cricket shows because I couldn't understand it anyway. So it, it was good. You know, Ignorance is bliss sometimes. And uh, your last stint was with Zimbabwe, which ended very abruptly. Uh, was it a bitter experience in that sense compared to Pakistan or the other teams? Oh, yeah. I mean, again, you know, I had a change of, of chairmanship. You know, Wilson Manasi signed me up. Then, you know, in a very unusual way at an AGM, he's, he's thrown out. And the way in which it was done was very questionable. And this new chairman comes along. What does he do? You know, he, your days are numbered there as well. So, any excuse to get to, to get you out, and it was very harshly treated. But the, the reasons given for my for my dismissal were nothing that bore any uh, resemblance to what's on contract. But you're in Africa, you're in Zimbabwe, and you just do the best you can to quietly get what you need and get out. And that's exactly what I did with the help of the ICC. So it all worked out well in the end. So is that it for you in terms of being attached to international teams or are you still open to being with uh, international teams? I don't think it's ever wise to say never. You know, I, I don't like to say never. 
Um, where I go from here, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty much a fatalist. I think fate takes you to where you're supposed to be. Uh, right now, I've got a, a very important job with Baroda. I'm looking forward to that very much. Um, and what happens, you know, after that, I, I don't know. But I'm, uh, I'm really, you know, physically, I, I feel good. Um, I haven't lost any fire in the belly for, you know, to achieve. Uh, and so as long as I'm able to, you know, to, to physically throw, catch, hit, um, you know, my knowledge is improving all the time. So I would never say never. You've, you've done stint with, uh, with Kerala. You've done a brief stint with Singapore. Uh, how was, how are those, those stints, especially, uh, being involved in domestic sides and with an associate side? Mm, um, with the domestic scene in Carroll, that was my first um, experience when uh, in BCCI domestic competition. Um, I found that a challenge. Uh, not easy, I tell you, uh, to to do well in uh, in the three formats. Um, but we had terrific success. We had, you know, for the first time in elite uh, level, Carroll are making the quarterfinals in my first year. So you know, I was. A little, a little surprised, I guess, but the way in which the boys went about their their work, you know, demonstrated that they really wanted that success, and it got better the second year when we were semi-finalists. Um, sadly, the last year didn't work out the way in, in which you know we all thought it would go, but um, that's the way it happened. So two out of three years was wonderful. It it opened the eyes of a lot of people in Kerala um, of what potential there is in that state if it's run properly and singapore what what was that yeah. like? singapore i it just worked out that i had some time after finishing my three years at kerala um so i was uh, i was contracted for a very short time i think six weeks to work with the team to to see whether we could win the the eastern uh, qualifying for the T20 uh, Asia Cup. So, you know, oppositions like um, Nepal, which, which was washed out, I have to say, but Hong Kong was not easy. Malaysia had just beaten Hong Kong in, in practice matches, five in a row, beat uh, to play them. Hong Kong, uh, not Hong Kong, um, the home team, Thailand, was obviously going to be an easy one, but to beat the other two, not easy. So, you know, we finished topping the group. And um, and qualified for that next uh, for, for the next tournament, which didn't eventuate because of this virus. Um, the Western group had already been played and won by UAE and Kuwait, I think. So four of us were going to, along with Hong Kong, Singapore, Hong Kong, and those two teams were to meet to battle it out to see who joins the big boys in the Asia Cup again, which we don't know what's going to happen. And you're now going to be doing a role with Baroda as director of cricket. Uh, did it come as a surprise? No, not really. I, I knew that um, you know my my experience in India uh, and our successes. I feel confident that I'd be working there. And when uh, you know when the opportunity arose, I was very glad to to pursue it. And it's uh, it's ended with um, you know an agreement for two years. And as I said, I'm really keen. I wish I was there now. The boys have started doing their physical work. I wish I was there now, um, you know, shedding a few bloody pounds myself and, and getting some perspiration up working with them.
and you also work at a center in Chennai, am I right? I did that for three years, yeah. There was more center for cricket um, at the uh, Ramachandra, um, center of uh, higher education. Uh, that was for three years student. Again, it was, um, you know, it allowed me to, you know, to be involved with the, the younger ones and the youth in Chennai particularly. Um, three years was good. Uh, Dev, your own experience as a player, uh, being part of the Australian team in the 79 World Cup, 79 Tour to India, you know, was cut short by the World Series players coming back into the Australian team. Did your own experience of not being able to kick on because of the circumstances at that time, did that ever play a part in you becoming a better coach because you understood the psyche of the players having gone through it yourself? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think you would have done your research pretty well with that question. Uh, seven test matches, sadly, was uh, all, I, all I played. But uh, from a, a talent and ability point of view, certainly could have gone on many years after that. But, you know, you require more than that, of course, for success. Um, you know, the ability to, to have a, a sound a mental approach, strong mental approach, was the, what I lacked. And uh, that, more than anything else, uh, allowed me to understand what these younger guys are going through and what will they need in, in order for them to give them a good chance to succeed. So yes, the short answer is very much yes, that it's helped me to, uh, to get that across. Now, I just wanted to do a small thing where uh, I'll mention the name of the captain. You just need to say the first few words that come into your mind because you worked with different kinds of captains over the years. Uh, as a coach, uh, in your role as coach of uh, various teams. Uh, oh, here we go, here we go. Okay. Arjuna Ranatunga. Um, shrewd. Sanat Jaisuria. Mm, devastating. Ms. Baulak. Very honest, very cool man. Habibul Basha. Um, <laughs> happy, very happy guy. Um, I need more than one one word, but a lot of ability, a little bit of an underperformer, but very, uh, very much a team man. Gautam Gambi. Oh, um, focused, absolutely focused. Virat Kohli. Um, physical, absolutely physical. Thanks a lot, Dav. Uh, it was fun chatting with you as ever. Uh, I think that. Uh, it was it was really really fun uh, because uh, it's good to go back in time and look back at your time as coach with various teams and the successes that you've had over the years. Wonderful, Chandresh. Take care, mate. You too. You too. And hope to see you soon. Mm, me too. Yeah. Thanks a lot.